0: Listening to cocktails and confessions. This episode
1: is sponsored by Hot Octopus, the luxury sex toy brand who guarantee your
0: mind blowing pleasure.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really didn't know how, what to do there. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to Danny's last episode. Nice. Guess I feel a, like I'm being interviewed. You kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> it's your last episode.
3: It's my last episode.
0: I'm so sad. <laughs> that just may not have sounded genuine, but I am genuinely <laughs> I'm sad. I'm so
2: sad. <laughs>
0: it's just the botox. My face. <laughs> <open>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna do like a little retrospective. Okay. Um, these are your best bits
1: Yeah, it's just an ashtray full of fags
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 the, like her friendship you... circle <laughs> no I just learned
3: from just giving of, up cigarettes bits of all oh. fag ash. I haven't given them up I'm straight back on the fags oh no, I yes. had a very stressful pride month I've been back on the fags for three weeks <gasps> I know I was off them for a year and a half and now I'm straight back on them I'm terrible honestly. It, could be, can... it could
1: be much worse though
3: Yeah, oh my god, yeah, relapse party 21,
0: please. (laughs) Could
1: imagine. you imagine? imagine? Could you imagine? Came
3: showed up cracked out. <laughs> yeah, Time. she's like, I've had a very stressful prime up <laughs> and just turns up like with a tina pipe. This could have been like when that um Oprah and Whitney interview where you where you're asking me if I do drugs. I'm like crack is whack. <laughs> Show me the receipts.
0: You'd <laughs> be like Tom Cruise jumping up on the podcast desk.
3: Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> no, yeah, I've been straight back on the cigarettes and, 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 and I always did smoke dirty big cheap cigarettes. I Sterling Super King Rats and I am straight back on the red oh, sterling no. super Yeah, oh proper God. chaffy bags. Those yeah. give you, like, a,
1: the, uh, if I have one of those, I get, like, a proper
0: head
3: rush afterwards. I'm I like, do. Oh. The, the, my first one of the day, and I'm going to have to have a little lay down after it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I
0: do. Sends you right back to sleep. <laughs> I do, yeah. Yeah, I kind of get that with normal cigarettes. Yeah. But I, I sm- no matter what the brand, but yeah. I, yeah, I
3: just smoke big, strong, wh- I need to get off them again, but to be honest, last priority at the moment, so.
0: <laughs> can you, like, let me know when you're going to try and quit, and maybe we can do it together?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a wellness retreat this week, and I'm going to take about 200 oh, is fags is it happening is
1: it the one with your mum
3: yeah i'm taking my mum so we go on thursday Ooh. thursday till sunday and so um, i'm going to take about 100 fags to that because i know i'll <laughs> need to pass the time there <sighs>
2: well,
3: you, I, you should see my bag i went and bought all because it's all like plant-based i love the idea of
1: people like doing crystal healing and reiki in a tent and you just stood out the back with a fag on like <laughs> proper patsy
3: <laughs> yeah around round the back with my beehive <laughs> and sunglasses smoking two fags at the same time um, or
0: again just smoking a pipe and being like oh I thought it was crystal yeah. healing
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I've got ba- a bag full of Mars bars and stuff as well that me and my mum were going to sneak in and we were on the phone the other day and we agreed we're like, we're going to need some secret chocolate some secret diet coke and some secret cigarettes like
0: Gemma Collins when she went to fat camp
3: that's going to be me did yeah. she take secret f- food rushes? yeah
0: didn't she take in like four bags of snacks or something oh, that's going to be me
3: <laughs> yeah and we bought Matt we bought matching rainbow crocs we're going all out <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> yeah we were, we got we got rain, rainbow tie-dye crocs we've got flower head garlands we're going all in i feel like everyone is giving in to crocs now yeah fuck
1: it they've been around a for a while anymore. and everyone was like i will never wear crocs disgraceful embarrassing and now every like one by one i'm seeing people being like I've given in. Yeah, I've caved. You I finally got
3: me. I bought two pairs. I bought one, the ones with the holes in, one was out. But I got,
1: Did you bedazzle them? Did you get the little, like, things on them as so well? I,
3: for the ones with holes in, yeah. I bought um the letters that pop into it, and I yeah. got DSJ to go down the sides of them, yeah.
0: That's what I... Do you think that's changed because, like, bigger brands are jumping onto the Crocs now?
3: Like Balenciaga. Yeah, oh, yeah and, yeah. like, you know ariana grande
1: was wearing crocs and stuff and a lot of the rappers. jimmy lemon of, of all the course. icons all the icons
0: <laughs> i was like who's jimmy lemon are yeah. they
1: fancy slow are they um <laughs> are they that comfortable then
3: i don't know they haven't arrived oh, yet they're arriving oh, tomorrow okay. but they a must a full, be uh, everybody loves them <laughs> yeah yeah so, i think
1: they are i'm just picturing because they're, they're plastic or they're rubber aren't they so i just think all oh, sweaty toes it's just like wearing sliders but do you have to wear socks with them I'm gonna.
3: I've bought all disgusting socks to go with them as well. I'm going all in this weekend. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. I've got. She's gonna come
1: back from the wellness retreat with like stanking feet and a load of chocolate round your mouth
3: yep i'm well, really excited a
1: very well woman
3: they've got two masseuses <laughs> that are just working around the clock in one of the tents you can just go and get massaged all the time like man we're literally just going to go and get rubbed up in the forest just stay wait. there yeah. no one else can get a massage you they've just got, keep like, flipping over all healing stuff lake swimming massages oh my god i can't wait it's everything i need after pride month
0: well you could just get rubbed up in the forest Hampstead hey Well, did yeah. we? Di-
3: wasn't that the last podcast <laughs> yeah, I did? Was. We were talking about the only <laughs> time I ever <laughs> had sex outside was in a forest, and it was too nerve-racking. Oh my God, I'm terrified. Yeah, that's going to be. Well, actually, no, it won't be. God, we were my mum. <laughs> I said to my, I, I did the. Um, the organisers had a little bit of a Zoom call with all because they have booked me as a speaker. That's why we're going. I told you before. Yeah, they booked me as a speaker about sobriety, but they've got all the healers and all of that, and they put us all on a Zoom call to meet each other, and they didn't specifically say it. But a couple of the healers alluded to the fact that there would be mushrooms available whilst we were there. And obviously, I can't take those because I'm not allowed to take mind-altering things. But I told my mum, and I was like, Mum, I think that it could be your time to get into mushrooms. And she's, she's like, absolutely not. But when I worked in Ibiza a million years ago, my mum said she wouldn't do anything then. I, got, I turned her into a laughing gas addict. She was huffing on the balloons I mean, the whole time she was there. So I reckon Sue is two wrong decisions. Away from getting on the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't so wait. You've, I'm stayed,
1: have that. you've stayed committed to your own sobriety and also to getting your mum on laughing gas. It. I love that. They're the best sober people. Full, so, yeah. full circle. I, moment I
3: wanted to do the mushrooms. I want to see. All, I want to want to watch go go batshit. I did. <laughs> I did mushrooms on Friday. Did you? Did you? Yeah. How was that? Um, well, they weren't like they
0: were mushroom drops.
1: Okay. Were these the ones that? Oh no, you found a load of mushrooms in your cupboard acid? once
0: or something. Oh no, that was laughing gas, and we did it at your house. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no it was uh they were drops that you put in your drink and right my friend said oh i'm gonna bring my shroom drops we'll do some <laughs> but it was at this um it was just at, like a straight party like in a bar for one of our friend's boyfriends mushrooms
3: in a straight bar
0: it was lit, and With literally, it. and all of the straight people were doing it. Like, they all had their own little bottles, so I was like, oh, this is definitely a trend. Is Where this, was like, the this? new thing? Everyone's doing I, mushrooms? I think it must be, yeah. But obviously, I was thinking, oh, what, am I going to be, like, tripping out? Am I going to be hallucinating in this bar? But it's nothing like Where that Where was this bar? Peckham. Okay. But it's quite a bougie bar for Peckham. Um, they did cocktails. I mean, wow. Lovely. <laughs> uh, no so, can of red stripe there. So I was like sitting there with my little sex on the beach and a few drops of shrooms.
3: And how, do, how was your experience with them?
0: Yeah, I really liked it. If, if anything, by the, like, the third time, I was like, can I have some more? Because I want to Did you really go a bit wavy it. or were you just having a nice time? No, it just, if anything, it makes you feel like a bit more awake, which I needed that day. And then it just makes you a bit giggly. And I was laughing a bit, but it was when we got back to my friend's house at like two o'clock in the morning. And then we just sat there watching that video of Kim Cattrall scatting. <laughs> Have you seen this? No. Oh, it's so oh, it's bad. So it's so funny. ridiculous. It's it must be, It must be like 15 years he old. He winked
1: at all the she-dogs and sat with all the he-dogs. The,
0: the town had never seen such a hullabaloo. <laughs> <laughs> He's like playing the bass,
3: right? Okay. And she's
0: just like spitting all of these. She's like, and then Lalin Esquire and the yay! Like, <laughs> oh my god, that
1: sounds and then so the end funny. It, she's like, he kind of, I feel him out, and he kind of feels me out, and then we just
3: works. <laughs> I love
0: that. That's fun. It's the delusion in it as well—the yeah. fact that she thinks they're they're really doing something there. But yeah, we watched that, and I was just on her living room floor, like pissing myself, like had tears streaming down my face. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm down for any drug that makes me laugh, and
3: it's herbal." I am. Um, I did mushrooms <laughs> once. It was with Joanna, Joanna Londinium. You told me this. Yeah, years ago, and it was at some posh house in Notting Hill and they were in chocolates they they had like the truffles or whatever it is and i think i ate two of those and i just went a little bit like <laughs> i was in i was having a lovely time i was. i remember everything felt sticky though i was oh. like i was like touching all surfaces and everything felt sticky to me
1: everything felt oh, like, the see, floor stuff of like the that stuff like that is why i don't <laughs> yeah
3: do um hallucinogens and, yeah and i was just i was ha- i was happy and then i remember i got in a cab and went to my ex-boyfriend's house and had sex with him
1: there but was you know sex on
3: mushrooms I can't really remember, to be honest, but... I'll tell you about that. Well, (laughs) it can be quite hard to say hard, no? It is on the best of days, darling. I'm sober.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I felt like being sober would help more, no?
3: No, no, it absolutely doesn't. Does it not? No, because what it does is it takes away... All of that lovely confidence that alcohol and drugs oh gives. yeah oh. restores
1: all your inhibitions oh
3: restores every single one of them yeah I think unless you're naturally a very very sexually confident person which drink and using always helped me be it, so would you say
0: you're not normally then
3: I don't think I am do no you not? no right. I do, I wouldn't say so the confidence to initiate is completely removed when you get sober so everything is very intentional premeditated you know it's going to happen you think about it i mean it it might might be different if you're sober and single Single, yeah yeah which i guess you're back on the apps and all of that sort of stuff you know yeah it's premeditated and thought through like we we've got our little schedule i know when it's going to (laughs) happen. I know exactly when it's going to happen. I know when to be ready for. Well, I mean, that's obviously a plus. Is oh, my God, it totally there. is. I know yeah. which days I can eat on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is only twice a week because I'm very slim. <laughs>
0: oh, my God, that's so funny. I do think, like, the initiation bit is the worst bit. I'm like, it's the yeah. hardest
3: thing. It's yeah. the absolute hardest thing.
0: Uh, including the cocks.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, totally. Because Alex and I are both sober as well. So it's like... It's hard to initiate it because it's like, well, when's the right moment? Yeah, it's it's not always easy. Yeah, I can. Imagine. That's why a, that's why we a schedule works for us because it takes the pressure out of one of us initiating it. That we always know that on this day we will at this kind of time of the day. We had to get into the like routine of it. into the routine yeah. of that for it to really work for us, and now it totally does. And we're completely fine like, on okay. it, but it took a while to fall into that for sure. I just think
0: like. I'm perfectly sexually
3: confident when I'm in bed,
0: it's the getting there. <laughs> yeah. Unless i really, fat, if I'm really into somebody, then I do feel like pressure. But generally, yeah. I think I'm kind of all right. Because
3: most of the time, they're just people you've met off an app. And I'm like, well, I don't really know you. So if this goes wrong, then. I think I would really struggle if, if I was single. Yeah. And I was on the apps. I think I would really, really struggle with it. For sure. Yeah, because you haven't been sober and single yet, have you? No. No, 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 I wasn't. And uh, and me and Alex had a really hard point about, God, about a year ago, where I thought maybe being single was on my cards.
2: Mm.
3: And... Oh my god! It made oh, you me were petrified. It freaked me yeah. the fuck out. It actually made me commit to my NA meetings way more than I ever had before. Love that. Because I was terrified that I was going to relapse. Because all I was thinking was, if I have to do this shit with these fucking disgusting men again, I'm going to need. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need to get back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was really, really scared. And I'm so I'm, well. I'm glad that I pulled through that, and that me and Alex pulled through it. Because otherwise, <laughs> I don't know what would have happened. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's not easy. It's, I, I just can't imagine doing it so sober now. No. no.
0: Well, let's go back to some more of your favourite episodes. Thank
3: you, Davina.
2: <laughs> Here are your
3: best bits. <laughs> I wish you had some
0: clips to roll.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to. I thought that's why you were looking at your laptop. I was like, oh.
0: No, sorry.
3: <laughs> it is funny how, many, how much, like, um, I was thinking about it when, when I was waiting for you to drive because I was so fucking early today. <laughs> I've been here for an hour and I was thinking I think almost every one of the things that I, I would have otherwise kept to myself I have said on this podcast at one point <laughs> oh and I just want to say before I forget if it doesn't come up at any other point in the podcast that three times in the last week alone I have had messages on Instagram with people asking me which fiber supplement I spoke about <laughs> a million episodes ago that stops any messy bottoming and i want to let you know that it was clean confidence but they're very hard to get now because i think they've stopped making them and get the original ones not the comfort ones so there you go everybody good luck bottoming
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's what you're leaving our listeners with that's my my, legacy my
3: my legacy is clean shit pipes yeah (laughs) okay but come on what are your favorite favorite acts or favorite moments Oh my god, Well, just, I, just think about how many different situations that we've had over the time <laughs> of recording. It started off with four of us as well, it yeah. started off completely different, and when we first, when we bulk recorded this, when we did like what, ten episodes before we released? Yeah. We had a different guest every episode. Yeah, we did. So, but I think my favourite episode that we ever did... Was probably cock destroyers. Yeah, just because it was when they were at their like height of cock destroyerdom. Yeah, and it was the start of friendships with them anyway, wasn't it? That episode when we when we became friends with Soph and Rebecca. But and we were so excited the day before. We were were like, Oh my god! Did you have have did they come into the studio? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. this is pre-COVID. Okay, this is two years ago. Yeah, it would have been the summertime in two thousand nineteen. It might have been twenty eighteen. I can't even fucking remember. It was a long time ago. And so I think the Cock Destroyers was, because we were so in awe of them when they came in as well, weren't, weren't they? <laughs> we, we were like so excited. So I think that was probably my favourite episode. And my second favourite, just for how fucking bonk as it was was lauren <laughs> i lauren. knew you were gonna uh, say that <laughs> lauren harry's it was just the whole situation of recording that, that episode the lead up to it trying to get her to the studio speaking to lots of people pretending to be her manager to try and get here she had lots of Lots of gay guys around her all pretending to be her manager. Oh, really? <laughs> they were all quoting weird amounts that we were apparently going to have to pay her. She ended up going kind for of fucking nothing. <laughs> just for the exposure. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren.
0: No, we uh, paid her like £100. Oh, did we? we? Yeah. I
3: thought we just covered her petrol. That's what she said. Was, her petrol was, was £100. £100. <laughs> I'm like, it
0: definitely wasn't, babe. We didn't come from Scotland.
3: What's what she doing now?
0: <sighs> Embarrassing
3: herself somewhere else. Yeah, because she stopped all the, the social stuff, didn't she? Because it really went... We went sideways for it, didn't it?
0: it did but i was still enjoying watching i know maybe that doesn't sound correct for somebody that it
3: was so weird that time period for lauren Harris was so weird and then when she came in and she literally just slagged off everyone she <laughs> dropped loads of names and then afterwards i've i've still got recordings on my laptop I, i've mentioned it on here before but i've got the recordings on my laptop of her calling me and threatening me down the phone and i had her on speaker why I was she record... threatening you she was basically saying that we like trapped her into saying what she said on the episode and we were like you you, you just said it she'd name dropped a load of people and gotten herself in a bit of trouble and then a couple of the papers, did you bleep any of them a couple of the papers had picked up on the fact that she'd been on the podcast didn't they yeah and then she was like threatening me down the phone being like I'll ruin your career I'll this is going to be the end of you and I was like what career the podcast is not my career what are you talking about <laughs> like who are you I, what, oh I was working for a recruitment company at the time I was like what are you going to do call my recruitment company <laughs>
1: Also, what kind of sway does Lauren Harris have with anyone? Yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: Hello, this is Lauren
0: Harris, and I need to report I've been duped on a podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: obviously, the people who she was saying drugged her, they then messaged mm. me and came forward and were like, look, what she's saying is absolute bullshit. Like, she was doing all of this on her own. Who and then- did she say drugged her? Uh, uh, able- I don't know
3: if you need to bleep this, but it was and which are two... To like, relatively well-known trans girls.
0: Okay. They're, yeah, they're like influencers. I've seen <laughs> name bandied around by. Her. Yeah. And they then were like, we're gonna spill. All the time, and they did, and they did, yeah. And then that's when they were telling me about how she got thrown out of Bag of Chips's house, <laughs> yeah, because she was inviting men from Tinder around at three I mean and four
3: that's o'clock quite in an the morning. Feat, <laughs> and she got slung out of Bag of chips, gaff, <laughs> and she was doing loads of crystal, and she fell over and broke her <gasps> wrist on the stage in the glory. No, not the glory bombshell. <laughs> I remember that when she, she fell, fell off, off the stage, stage and broke her wrist because she was off her tits on crystal. Maybe it should have been called car crash. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a, that should be the name of her memoir. <laughs> yeah, I love her music. I was I mom a boy, but now I'm a girl. I love it. It's so <laughs> trash. I'm with the other one? scoop. Oh, um, do do up do up
0: do up-a-do or something. Up a do. Up a do. How are you? That
2: was it. Up a do. How are
1: you?
3: Up a do, featuring Kim Cattrall. Super <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. We, it, it, I mean, how many episodes have we done though? It's been so many. I think there's like. Maybe 83
0: or something altogether.
3: I'm glad that we got the chance over the last few months to do it back in the studio because yeah. during COVID was really hard. Those episodes where we were over the phone and the issues with sound and just one thing after another. Yeah. It just wasn't the one, was it? No, it really wasn't. It
0: was really tricky. It was really testing, but do you know what? We were doing what we had to do for the people that were in lockdown.
3: Exactly. Not all heroes wear <laughs> capes. And entertaining the nation. Do. Why isn't Some... anyone <laughs> clapping for us on their doorsteps? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the rainbows on the wind those are actually for. Oh, it's for us a oh, I yeah. fucking knew it <laughs> <laughs>
0: what would you say was your worst episode Lauren Harris
3: <laughs> um <laughs> no not Lauren <gasps> <laughs> I feel like my my butthole is tightening now I'm like oh she, she's
0: gonna mention one <laughs> of the
3: guests <laughs> I think do you know what I'm not gonna say any names but maybe some of the guests that were less engaging and were quite hard to get information out of and didn't really want to talk Sure.
1: like who we can bleep it
3: mm. yeah okay yeah, yeah i'm surprised at that as yeah. much as i love but yeah i don't know i, I can't to be honest I'm, maybe that's wrong i can't even really remember what they said yeah. but anyway yeah it would have just been the ones where it was hard to get the momentum going yeah, uh, yeah. That, that was the only hard part i think on any of the episodes is when it was like oh god this is work yeah, for but sure. That, but that was some of the earlier ones, too. You know, we, it took us a while to really get into the flow of it, didn't it? Yeah,
0: of course. And do you know what? Like, you invite guests on, you can't always guarantee how it's going to go. Yeah. Um, some people have personality online and they have nothing when you speak to them. In totally. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm lucky enough to have both.
3: <laughs> um,
0: one thing that somebody did want to know, I was going to ask this towards the end of the Ask sure. Danny Everything
3: Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about the fact that you would have... Have you had loads of people messaging?
0: I had some people messaging for Oh, me. fat, I've got some too. I wouldn't say loads, like, it wasn't like... People
3: don't care that much.
0: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like... who it was had... quite a You weren't inundated. Who do... I'm trying to think who we were, like, inundated with. But the thing is, when I say, like, ask Danny anything, or if I put out ask us anything, I mean, like, just ask us anything. It doesn't have to be about us specifically. Yeah. Like, just ask us, like anything, anything. what's on your mind yeah, yeah. anything uh, but this person asked this a while back so i had told them like oh i'm going to do an episode on it i'll like put a, i'll dedicate a whole episode to it because we had obviously spoke about this before quite a lot but for some reason people are just really interested in like when we used to get high and make absolute shows of ourselves <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. the collective
1: like wilt yeah no even i
0: just sank into our chairs yeah even even when they said it to me i was like okay i'll let you know about this like in the future but i wanted to just touch on it before you go and they wanted to know like either what was like our worst after party that we ever went to or what was like the trashiest thing that we ever saw just while going in Vauxhall. and this person it was actually a couple of people one of them was from scotland and they were like, oh, like, I went to Vauxhall a couple times back in the day where that was it. Mm. So they were like, just tell me everything.
3: I mean, Jesus, what a blurry time that was. I mean, that's what, like nine, ten years ago, especially. I remember seeing somebody in fire, kind of going under, but still acting out. And he started smashing his head into the <gasps> Oh. Yeah. Oh, I saw someone die. In... Oh. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, actually, yeah I, I saw someone die in area oh sorry i wasn't laughing because i was yeah.
1: so just like the, the, <laughs> the segue from
3: that like yeah i mean definitely nine nine-ish years ago i oh, saw somebody god. die in area oh my god rest in peace and the club just <gasps> carried on yeah oh, they put they they, they they carried her out it was a woman oh my god she died in the toilets and they just carried out the beat continued and everybody kept taking taking what they were taking and kept going yeah <sighs> Um, And and the the guy smashing his head in the sink, that was rough. Do you know what? It was just any instance where I saw people completely lose all control of themselves. So, I mean, I probably just brought down the tone there. That wasn't really funny. But, (laughs) um, yeah, no... it was just a time period as well because the thing was is like as much as like methadrome and GHB and all of that, they were new to us at that time. Like they were new things, and a lot like, of them were legal
1: as they well. Were legal like methadone was right, legal, and you shops. could buy G on the internet. I remember, so there was no like they weren't controlled substances, and everyone just went hog wild on them.
3: I remember the first time that I bought methadrome I thought that it was one bag per bottle of water, and I put a whole, ba- <laughs> a whole bag in a bottle of water. Yeah i don't even remember what happened i I was not well i was really really gone they were just so new and so readily available at Mm. that time period that those party drugs was like well what do we really do with them i don't i I think it was just because 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 they
1: were legal you thought it was okay to be taking them because you just you, you, you sort of mistakenly be like well if it's available legally then it can't hurt me so you just be people would just cane the
0: stuff yeah
3: and it was cheap yeah it was cheaper than I think going, that was more to do with it it was cheaper well, well, it was cheaper than going out <laughs> drinking yeah uh, there was a time period you could get a bag of methadone for a fiver I mean mm. really early on yeah, I think uh, the the rough rocks all days was just any time I saw somebody go under or really lose it, that was just like... Because uh, as well, you'd be, so, you'd be so tweaked out that you'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, you know, your jaw's in one side of the club, you're in the other, you don't know what to do.
0: I feel like when it comes to... I mean, obviously, the, I... Did see some dark shit, but I'm going to try like slide past that and just repress it with everything else.
3: Yeah, <laughs> bring that up in a therapy session another day <laughs> with past life regression. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, god, yeah, that your next life, I'll oh, be yeah.
0: talking
1: about. This revisiting it, yeah,
0: but that past life regression where I felt like I got emotionally raped <laughs> and then you saw your shoes or whatever it was. That was how you knew you were in like the 60s. No, that wasn't me, that was somebody else. I didn't get that one. Oh, they did this life regression, remember what when you went to the womb. Yeah. Oh, the- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, like, the trashiest thing I've ever seen. I do have, like, just a random collage of memories yeah. of yeah. people going under. Yeah. But I'm just thinking of, like, the ones when it was just outright funny. At one point, <laughs> this is probably not obviously, like, one of the worst ones I ever saw, but whenever I'm, like, on a hangover or something, I always think about this and it just brings a little smile to my face and basically me and uh, my my best friend nick we had made like this whole group of friends and they were quite i'm trying to think how we met them anyway i can't remember but we met them there was they were like a good 15 20 people of them and they didn't they don't live in london right so they all came down like one weekend to go to i'm trying to be quite vague about this because <laughs> of certain details we will reveal who this is in this group of friends that one of them was a, a woman and are you okay are you bored
3: no, man, I'm sorry, I've got, I've got a cut on my finger, sorry. I was like, so,
0: oh, here we go again. That's um, why she's leaving.
2: I heard, I, heard,
3: I heard woman and I tuned out.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: so she, um, and this woman had, she had left a comment about me on a picture on social media. Right. Saying, look at the tits on her about me.
3: Was it in like a... Hex when she was being flattering or she was saying that you were overweight. no
0: because i was only like 19 at the time and i think where i'd lost weight from being overweight right i still hadn't started training my chest properly because so i was a little bit flabbier yeah because i was scared it was going to make my chest even bigger yeah so i kind of just left it and starved myself but then i still carried the extra weight on my chest sure and i remember her writing like look at the tits on her and i thought I'll "You get her. fucking cunt <laughs> and then i just waited for lady karma and we go to it was area and we
3: were all god area was a fucking good club wasn't it area area was my favorite club in london area shits all over fire oh why the fuck did they keep fire and get rid of area area was the best club in london 100% i loved area
0: so we we agreed to meet this group of friends at the club And me and Nick are standing in the queue and it's about like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And then I see this woman and I'm like, oh, and then just the good nature in me goes to wave at her. And Nick grabs my hand and he's like, don't fucking wave at her. So I'm like, oh my God, yeah, you're right. But she's like squiffing out and we're <laughs> oh, in the really? we're in the queue on the street and she's standing on the pavement and she's like squiffing out like bucking her head and like going
2: brawr, brawr. <laughs> no.
0: and then like hitting her chest like Tarzan no so at the same time I'm...
3: why did we think drugs were fun <laughs> oh, God. like what the
2: <laughs> fuck are
3: we doing certainly not
0: that level of fuck that's not a fun place to be so I've just seen it and I'm trying hard not to laugh right but at the same time she's fucking hitting her chest like Tarzan and I didn't know what to do (laughs) so we just kept our heads down whatever carried on got straight into the club and then all of our friends come up to us they're like oh my god I'm going to have to bleep her name but they're like oh my god have you seen they just threw her out and we were like nah haven't seen her (laughs) (laughs) and I thought tits on me look at the fucking squiff on you love (laughs) look
3: at the chicken wings on you (laughs) darling So That's that was funny. quite a pleasurable moment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember loads of the after parties, like just sh- weird shit happening. Yeah. like People like coming out dressed uh, dressed up in all different things. You'd be like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Giving everyone a show. I think because, um, I mean, even those days, they were like my, I guess like early transition days as well. I was probably, probably only two years into transitioning around that sort of time. But there was always certain portions of the night where I knew that like, oh this is this bit isn't for me because it was like for the gay guys like when we'd be at the after the chill outs or whatever and then all of a sudden the clothes would start coming off and we'd be (laughs) like oh me and joanna oh girl it's time we go need to go (laughs) it's about to get dark in here
0: (laughs) worst almost trashy
1: worst was probably it was always to do with like after parties and i remember i was dating a couple yeah. But anyway, I was seeing this couple and um, one of them was a drug dealer and he started getting like high on his own supply a lot right? and going out and like doing drops and stuff and he would leave me and the other one at home. And at some point he got it into his head that I was trying to steal his boyfriend from him. Which you were. No, I was quite happy to be shagging both of them actually. Okay. <laughs> I like a double dip. And uh, oh. I remember at one point he came home and we had both fallen asleep. We were laying in the bed together and he... Just flicked on the light whipped off the duvet and dragged me out by my leg <gasps> oh. and i was like oh my fucking god what is going oh, on because no. also you know i was like a bit edgy because we were all like we'd all been on it on the weekend but he'd gone out you come down yeah and yeah. he was like you've been trying to steal my boyfriend i should have thrown you out the minute you got here i can't trust you and i was like properly because i think i was like Nineteen twenty, oh, bless and it was my first experience with like come downs and anything like that because they were the people that really got me into that stuff at that point yeah and he was trying to like physically shove me out of the front door when i was like in a pair of underwear into the streets of kennington i was absolutely frightened oh, out of my kennington. mind yeah and the boyfriend was like what are you doing like let him back in let him back in and like the guy was properly freaking out and we had to shut him in the kitchen and then he just sat in there and like calmed himself down a couple of hours later I tried to sleep but I was absolutely frightened and then he came back and apologised I
3: can't even imagine dealing with that on a down. I know oh, and then I
1: left God. I left and he must have flipped out again because he sent me a text message that was almost identical as well accusing me of trying to steal the boyfriend and all of this other stuff
3: again why did we think that this was fun I know and I, I was on such
1: a down. I was like crying reading yeah. it because I was like I don't understand so A fun. I didn't understand why I felt that way and then B I was just like absolutely horrified so that was quite a dark one Yeah, he. They were the one that also. That's the one that tried to get me smoke crystal meth.
3: So glad that we've chosen these topics as a final, (laughs) (laughs) uplifting episode. Farewell. Who said that to you? the lady in fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What? They're when he died, yeah. it was so bad. Oh, yeah. honestly, yes, I've, I've I've seen I'm sorry. I really thought this like was going to
0: be lighter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like dark side. I saw someone trying to fuck a rail, uh, fence, though, as well. <laughs> okay, let's which, see you that know, one. Which quite funny. Like just someone with their pants and trousers around their ankle, full hard on, oh. quite fit actually, but just sticking his dick between the railings of a fence, like. Go into town on it Obviously it wasn't really touching Like it was quite a wide railing And people were just And it was in Vauxhall It was like that time of day Where people are starting To go to work as well Uh, That was uh, Oh my god The time where you'd have to Cross the
3: bridge From area to
0: fire Oh oh my god that was the worst the
3: bridge was the worst part about Vauxhall for me when you'd have to go up over the top of the road and there'd be people walking past going to work oh. or going to school mm-hmm. in the morning you'd be tweaked out you've got glitter all over your face you am like oh my god i remember around that time i was so broke oh my god i was looking in clubs anyway i was so broke and you wouldn't have the money to get a taxi home so i'd have to get on the tube and i'd be off my tits on the tube thinking that it was proper proper paranoid thinking that the police were on the tube following me and also oh god it doesn't even bear thinking about me I do not miss any of that stuff I do not you could not drag me to it
0: oh to be honest I when I was thinking about like oh what the worst things honestly the worst things would be coming out of the club trying to get a train and it's like rail replacement bus oh. is in service <laughs> and I was like twenty twenty one. I couldn't afford an Uber no. and well, little I mean, things Uber, like that just it, send you over I the edge I don't remember
3: Uber being a thing around that time it was you'd have to get in those dodgy ones that'd wait outside Vauxhall and call yeah. your names <laughs> oh my god the abuse that they used to give me coming out of those clubs oh. they used to be horrible to me those taxi drivers around Vauxhall they used to say all sorts of shit to me obviously I wasn't very um, cis possible around that t- <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> little baby me getting abuse off the taxi drivers as i couldn't afford one so i'd as get in the like, tube. coming out of
1: like barcode and stuff they all used to hang around out there
3: oh god it literally makes me it makes me tense to think of those places but also look how much we've grown yeah for yeah sure. and, and as well don't regret a thing don't reg- yeah don't regret any of it don't regret talking about it don't regret any of it, because I just think, do you know what? It shaped me. Yeah, all be. of those
0: experiences form you. <sighs>
3: totally did. I had such a a, a unique experience. There are definitely
0: them. some people I regret shagging, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, oh, don't we all have that? We've o-
3: we've only got an hour, otherwise, fucking. Hell. <laughs> That's what
2: I was thinking. So like, many.
0: I just won't say your name. So, if you're listening, it might be you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the story of the week, which is, quite frankly, the most ridiculous thing I've ever had in my life. So, I'm going to read the story in an American accent. Right. So, it's called Erotic Hypnosis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, it can... I'm not really sure, like, what the... Do you think they'll do that at your wellness retreat? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Get your mum in on it. Erotic (laughs)
0: hypnosis.
3: Oh poor Sue. (laughs) and a mushroom and a hypnotist. Oh my god, if your
0: mum comes back like some dominatrix,
3: I'd love that. Would you? Oh my god, if my mum got, uh, I literally would love it if she just like went to town on something, just loving life, whatever it was. Let loose. Yeah, fuck it. She's nearly sixty. Fucking go fucking go crazy whatever she wants to do I'd is be she behind with your it. is she with your dad or is she with? no no no, no is she with, with a man with, yeah she is she's with like a long time partner they've been together for like f- i don't know like 15 years something oh okay but if she if she fucked it all off she, she she said to me like i'm gonna fuck it all off i'm gonna go and fucking go backpacking in south america and drink ayahuasca and get my tits up that like, fucking fabulous oh, go for fab. it i'll go with her i'd
0: love that well yeah maybe she could have some hypno erotic hypnotherapy then we can maybe. have her on the pod as well
3: yeah <laughs> Maybe she could take it. Now that I'm leaving, maybe the new co-host can be my mum.
0: I can already see the title. Sue sucks it all.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just so that you know, the text was laced with toxic masculinity. So he says, pretty much my whole adult life, I have identified myself as a top, an exclusive top. <sighs> Sure, I did oral on dudes and let them reciprocate. Wait, but... what do you mean did oral on dudes?
3: Suck, Suck, s- sucked men off.
0: That's got nothing to do with being a top or a carry mm, on. Some okay. people it has, they're too fragile, aren't they? Sad. Hmm. So I did oral on dudes and let them reciprocate, but when it came to anything going in my rear end, it wasn't happening. There are some people who Can't are relate. wired to be <laughs> tops and others who are wired to be bottoms, you know? Straight up, I came out of the womb as a top man. <laughs> like, no, sh- you came out as a top cunt.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hate to use labels, uh, but you're gonna.
3: But you've used about yeah. f- f- <laughs> fifteen so far. Yeah.
0: Oh no, this bit's my fave. But since this is a gay blog, you could say I am a muscled up wolf. <laughs> oh fuck off! This is someone writing their own little wank a fantasy. Muscled
1: up
2: wolf. Right. Basically. I'm a muscled up. I
0: bet there are turd the
2: fuck is a wolf? A fuzzy
0: turd <laughs> honestly and this is one of the phrases that i'm just like makes me cringe like wolf like
3: yeah we're past that now it's 2021 yeah. let it go let it
0: be yeah and you know like when they say like woof and stuff oh <sighs> no that's one i'm just not i'm not on board with that no well carry on with the muscled up wolf okay okay Part of the reason my partner and I aren't monogamous is because in the past, I was unable to do some of the things he was sexually wanting from a guy, namely bottoming. Right. And so we came to an understanding that he would do his thing and I would do mine with a few rules thrown in for safety. Heath, Heath, later, Heath told me that he needed to have <laughs> an open relationship because it was important for him to have sexual versatility in a guy. I was hurt, but completely got what he was saying and agreed to the arrangement.
3: I I disagree with that. I don't... When people say that, like, oh, we're open because I can't meet all these... I think... What are you prioritising? Right,
0: so we're going to come into the discussion of the whole... Like, (laughs) whether you need to switch roles and stuff at the the end. I
3: I, I suppose it all depends on what your values are, but sure.
0: Then, a gym buddy of mine named Austin started talking about this thing Austin and Hayes. Right. (laughs) and wolf yeah and zachary and colton
3: C- Colton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i started talking about this thing called erotic hypnosis at this point i was open to anything because i really wanted to make things better with my boyfriend oh my god did he get
3: hypnotized to be a bottom
0: <laughs> and be the lover he wanted to be yes he did <gasps>
3: Oh, okay. I'm behind this. Let it go.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Over the next several days, I could tell something had changed in me. More and more, I began to think what it would be like to bottom. But so, wait, has he? So he's already done
1: the hypnosis. So yeah,
0: sorry. So he had the hypnosis. Right. I skipped that bit. There wasn't much, much, M- detail much meat there. on the bone. No, no. It was basically just he went in and laid down, and then the guy hypnotized him. It was the way it was written. Was, Did you flop his dick on him? Was no. He made it clear that I did, people who thought that I was going to have sex with Austin, I did not. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I was like this. Disappointing? No one. <sighs> it was so badly written, okay. honestly.
3: Where did you find this? Yeah, what was this?
0: It was just an article on some gay blog <laughs> uh, that was written. Cocktails and cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> written by Anthony. You think I would ever let this write in on my website? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so he has the thing and now he's thinking about what it would be like to bottom. Then him and his boyfriend meet up and they're having sex and then he fucks the boyfriend and then he asks the boyfriend to like fuck, fuck him. him yeah, Top him. yeah to, to sure. for him to be the bottom and then he says uh, what i can tell you is that after about 5 minutes i swallowed him up inside me like Jonah the whale <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh God!
1: What
3: it's an analogy. It's not Jonah the whale as well. The swallowed whale. him up inside me like Jonah the whale. <laughs> the whale swallowed Jonah though. That's what he's saying. Yeah, he's... but the, Jonah the
1: whale. Oh. Sorry, Christian background getting angry.
0: Yeah, the, the whale isn't called Jonah. Yeah,
1: the whale's not called Jonah. Jonah the
3: whale. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the whale that swallowed Jonah. Yeah. Sure. Jonah you, was if the If you're going to be dram- grammatically correct, <laughs> you swallowed him up like the whale that swallowed. He is Jonah. The, yeah, he
0: is the whale and his boyfriend's
1: sure. cock is Jonah.
3: Okay, got it. Yeah.
0: You know when they're like, "You're, Ramon. It's like, you're a moan." "You're Jonah." a <laughs> oh, moan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm just like if you're gonna use like a disgustingly slutty metaphor like get it right hun. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not talking about the t- hit the tip either all of it right down to his pelvic bone oh jesus what, so
3: balls as well <laughs> right down to his pelvic bone <laughs>
0: I think he had everything up there, the fact Gob- of pubes. Yeah, gobbling <laughs> like a turkey.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Imagine dating somebody that was like so and as he's clarified himself in the story, that is so top presented and then they're literally just like <laughs> Gobble it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pounded me for about three minutes straight and I couldn't handle it anymore. In fact, he couldn't either. I could feel him shoot his man juice in me which is odd because I always thought you could never felt that man juice that's another one I I
3: hate all of these stupid little (laughs) fucking analogies (laughs) I hate them man juice it's like when they say I've seen the gays on Twitter and they say holes and poles and I think Oh, get a life! I love the idea of you
1: sitting there scrolling through (laughs) Twitter like you fucking pigs. The thing
3: is, (laughs) I love Twitter, but the majority of the people that I follow on Twitter are gay men. It means that I roll the dice every time I fucking open it, (laughs) and I can open it to a report about trans healthcare in the UK or someone getting double fisted referring to themselves as a hole in a pole, and I'm like. Girls, give it a rest. (laughs) We've just gone through a global pandemonium. (laughs) No, but I get it.
0: I don't even... uh, It's not even like a case of rolling the dice for me. It's just like... (laughs) It's just what's there. Yeah, I'm going to open Twitter and the dice are going to say like...
3: Yeah, but it's your... Dick pig. As you like to say, it's
0: my job. So, yeah, that's another one that I hate is pig. Pigs. Pig, that term pig.
3: Yeah, awful. Awful. I just think that we should move past this now. We can just say the real words for things. What slag. Yeah, sure, (laughs) yeah.
0: Well, what's the real word for pig, like?
3: I don't know. I I Actually, do you know what? Allow people their fur, and it's just not for me. I just find, like, the the way that people use, like, the terminology, I just think, oh, God. It's a bit cringe, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I I never really got the whole animal thing, but I feel like that's because... I would, like, identify as, like, a gazelle.
1: (laughs) 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 There's loads of the animal ones,
3: though, as well, aren't there? And it's just, like, another way for people to categorise each other, isn't
1: it? Yeah. And then people... Because, like, even, like, bears and stuff, and they'd be like... We're bears, and our whole identity is being about bears. And we wear t shirts that have like paw prints and stuff on. And they then, like, they're supposed to be like super inclusive, pride. but it can actually be very cliquey and exclusionary.
3: I think it totally is, yeah. And it's like, it's like seeped in toxic masculinity as well. Mm. Because anyone who's deemed to be too feminine is just ostracized. Oh, look at, look here at, comes the XXL battle again. <laughs> I <was> literally, <laughs> I was just about to say, look at the downfall. I saw it Antarctica. coming. can see XXL at the back <laughs> of my fucking throat.
1: Wow. Hawking it up Like that, a bit of phlegm
3: That is what is wrong With gay culture <laughs>
1: Yeah Well the owners of XXL Were awful people Trash Yeah Absolute garbage What's his name again? Mark, Mark Lister Ames. Mark
3: Ames Mark Who's Mark Lister? Oh it's the guy who has my, my fillers <laughs> <laughs> Mark <laughs> Ames <He's> fab <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Love you Marky
0: <laughs> A service to the community
3: Does Mark Lister do? <laughs>
0: right so the end of this erotic oh uh, yeah, this erotic oh, yeah. story this, this, you know. I yeah. think this is a lie
1: as well it's Boring. written like
0: one of those penthouse letters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just after he could feel the guy's man juice inside oh. of him over the next several weeks I started spending the night more and more at my boyfriend's condo each time we would mess around and I would bottom for him condo. it got to the point where he started calling me a selfish bottom because that's all I really wanted from him
3: so hang on, he got
0: hypnotized and now he's a hungry bottom. And then just the final bit says, I'm not really sure what's happening, but two weeks ago, I had a group hookup with some guys and to make a long story short, I got gang banged.
3: Well, I mean, live your life, honey. Do your, you know, do your thing. Is- I, mean, I, I I, think um, it's a shame that not, not enough people's eyes have been opened to the pleasures of the anus. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let yourself be rigid in a box, you know, yeah. open, open up your eyes, open up your mind and open up your legs.
0: But he then goes on to say that I'm scared of now top. I'm a scared. I'm scared <laughs> to top. Right, he's
3: scared to top because he doesn't think he's going to enjoy it as much anymore.
0: No, just because all he ever wants to do is bottom.
3: There'll so be a bottom girl, of your life. Do whatever the fuck. Yeah,
1: like, well, it sounds like that hypno- hypnotherapy session was money well spent, though, because it achieved the desired outcome. I mean,
3: yeah. Hang on. Let's talk about the true hero of the story, the hypnotist. Heath. No, Austin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, watch now. Like The boyfriend's like... like, sorry, I'm going to dump you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see about a hypnotist get rid of the fags, actually. I heard somebody talk about hypnotists hypnotist the other day about how successful they were with getting rid of the cigarettes out of their life to a hypnotist.
1: See, I'm always really dubious
0: of things like that
3: i mean nothing ventured nothing gained yeah
0: i kind of get but do you think it really works for sexual practices
3: who knows i just
1: uh, yeah uh, i mean if if, if if hypnotism is a, is a real thing that actually works then i could then it might be the, able to do stuff like that
3: <clears throat> with the bottoming thing surely it's just about losing your inhibitions mm. to bottom because i think I, like, I think most people's reason for not bottoming is fear that it's going to hurt yeah but if you shove anything up your ass without being prepped and knowing what to do it's going to hurt yeah. and bottoming does hurt a little bit at the beginning always
0: so what you're saying is Tops are just power bottoms with psychological problems.
3: Yeah, psychological <laughs> issues, darling, in your life. <laughs> yeah, a top is just a bottom who
0: doesn't know it
3: yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Open up your yeah. Well, well, at yeah least open your diverse. mind
0: well basically that kind of is like what I'm getting from this story is that you basically really wanted to just be a power bottom whore but you were too
3: scared mm. yeah I could never do the top end I, I tried but I couldn't do it <laughs> would you ever get hypnotised to, to be a top no I've just got no desire to do so I could mean, could you not I, just pop a, Vi- a Viagra like your friend it's not so much about the actual um, physicality physicality but that would be an issue but it's not about that particular issue for me it plays into a lot of my gender stuff okay. and it plays into in my mind Mind, that's the masculine role. Mm. I know that that in itself isn't the right way to view it because I love the fact that I've got trans women friends that love to top. Fabulous! But it's
1: just how your mind is kind of wired at this point. Good
3: for thee, but not for me. Thank you all. No. <laughs> Good for thee, but not. Yeah, for me. not, not, not for me. I try I tried it in my late teens, early twenties, <laughs> and it was just wasn't for me. I remember once. I mean this is um this is probably around the same time as I just started running shadows. So about probably about the same time as I met all of you. So about what, about eight years ago, <laughs> seven great years time. <laughs> ago. Yeah, I remember once I was um I was dating this guy, his name was John, who's a bit of a dick. But this um <laughs> this one night I was wasting and he came and met me at a bar and came home with me. He was sober, I was drunk. He got me to top him and i was so mentally traumatized by it that i took two days off work because i could just couldn't. <laughs> i was so upset that i sorry i can't so come in I can't lisa come in, i've talked t- t- <laughs> I, I told my assistant at the time should we still talk about it now we still talk about it. remember when i took two days off because i talked <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> not, for, not for me. No. It's, I
0: think that's different though because gender is like coming into play and stuff there as well.
3: 100% is. But I encourage anybody to like explore their that part, you know, to explore their bodies and push their limits and see where their comfortability lies. I've, I've got a very good trans friend who recently has discovered that she really enjoys topping and she's now like loving it. Is this so, the Viagra one? This is the Viagra one and it's also the one that I was going to suggest as my replacement on the show. Ooh. Oh, okay yeah okay. and i'm seeing her this evening when i leave here this is interesting yeah is i this... think she would be fab <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it <laughs> would be fab for you yeah um but okay. yeah well, uh, well let's have her as a guest and then yeah i think it's such a good shout um okay. do you know who i'm talking about uh, yeah her, i follow her yeah she's major and hysterical she like her mind is is open to it she probably be listening to this being like bitch why the fuck are you talking about me topping a podcast <laughs> but i just think that it's so, i think it's amazing that people can do it so in, in reference to the guy who's just discovered the joys of bottom man i think everybody should just give it a go and see what 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 their limits are i and think see if so they enjoy too
0: it. but then do you not think that the bottom should have a go at topping
3: because
2: well
1: this because for me i started off as an exclusive bottom but a lot of that was based around the fact that that was what people wanted from me yeah and i was being forced into that role because i remember growing up i was quite interested in like fucking and being marginalized bottom Uh, yeah and when the the guys i was starting to like see and stuff they all wanted me to be a bottom and that kind of thing and i remember because
3: you're small petite and ginger yeah
1: yeah but then when I asked, I don't think Ginger's got anything to do with it. I think it fit, being fair, Be, yeah, yeah, being yeah. like
3: pale-skinned and 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 light-haired, looking vulnerable. Do you just exactly. not look at a ginger yeah. and see a big dick? No, oh, Well, I,
0: th- I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I thought that was like the trade-off for being ginger. God was
3: like, here you go, you can have a big dick. <laughs> oh, was it? Well done, James. Thank
1: you. Um, but I remember going on a, like a hookup with a guy, and saying oh can i try topping you and he was really like funny about it and it eventually let me try but the whole time he was like ah it hurts too much i don't want
3: do yeah, to do it mean.
1: it really just put me off trying again for a really long time
3: but i mean it's something that you have to clue yourself up on yeah do the work do the clean out process really prepare yourself for it basically it's, it's, i mean we three can contest the fact that it's a fabulous experience, can't we, girls? Absolutely, a hundred percent. We love it. We love it up the booty.
0: But you know, if I feel like if you're gonna hypnotize yourself to be a bottom, then like it has to be like a, a group deal. You have to bring a, a bottom transferring into a top with you because otherwise, there's just gonna be a disbalance.
3: I do think. I do think Which that really it, it's, it's it's a it's <laughs> a common thing in gay world, though, isn't it? That there's more bottoms than tops. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't be encouraging the shortage. Um, No. There's going to be a drought. Keep your fucking mouth shut. It's going to be be like California where they're not allowed to turn the taps on because (laughs) of the water drought. You're not going to be allowed to turn the grinder on. Oh, my God. It
0: was so funny. It's actually about, I think... Five years ago, I wrote an article saying that by the time it gets to, I think I said 2022, so next year. <laughs> but I just threw out a random year and I was like, in 2022, there's going to be no tops in L.A. Like they're having a drought because at the time they were having a water drought. And,
3: uh, and and then they were having a top drought. And now, and, and now it's going to be spreading all over the world if there people listening well, to they've, this. They've
0: already got a top drought in L.A los angeles
3: i can oh. imagine that actually
1: has fucking austin got on some sort of mass hypnosis thing and just like gone on the airwaves like the
0: demon headmaster <laughs> <laughs> it, it everyone into being bottoms no do you know what it's really weird because i people used to say it to me before i went and lived there they'd be like oh la is full of bottoms and then i just didn't really notice it for the first few weeks and it was only because every single person that messaged me was a bottom
3: really mm-hmm. yeah i can imagine that actually
0: I had this like really tall, like six foot three guy like come up to me in the club once and was all like rubbing down my back and then we got home and he threw his ankles behind his ears and I was like (sighs) See Get to work.
1: (laughs) Do you know what that's my one thing like height? I, I don't think I could top anyone that was significantly taller froze than me. It off the
0: dynamic. Well, this
1: is what I mean, like, and it's it shouldn't be that way, like, but it's just a matter of contrast for me, I, or, or like how yeah. how my brain is wired. Like you were saying, like with gender roles, like you see the top no, as being yeah, more yeah, masculine. No, I yeah, mean, we've got things. all of these preconceived yeah, things. Yeah, it's our just mind. something that I just can't shake off. Hmm. I can't. If someone is that much bigger than me, I just feel like weird and small and ineffective. it's the same as I
3: wouldn't like to be I wouldn't like to like, I, I never wanted to have sex with somebody who was significantly shorter than me mm, mm. when I was a gal about town <laughs> they always had to be like at least my kind of height if not taller remember when I was dating that guy who was 6 foot 10 Oh, do you remember oh, that oh kind of yeah and he used to have to duck to get into Tesco Yeah, <laughs> he was lovely what a nice guy 6 foot 10 Christ everyone's yeah. gonna
0: have like kind of like, rules as such as to like what it's going to depend entirely on who the person is i'm going to be like i'll oh, fuck you but i won't fuck you i'll bottom for you but i won't bottom for you there's a
3: lot of rules isn't there there's a lot of rules to follow yeah but
0: it's also just how your head works it's going to be totally different is. for everyone but everybody's
3: got preferences yeah yeah totally you know everybody prefers different body types different ages you know it's just part of what makes um
1: see i'm very uh, i'm very i'm unf- not unfussy, but i'm very you've got a very
3: open mind got a very
1: diverse range of body types and all that kind of stuff it's just height (laughs) yeah if i'm gonna top you you have to be same my height or shorter and if i'm gonna you know like yeah oh that's
0: smart Limiting your limiting your top.
3: Otherwise, you'd be you'd ju- be jumping up there.
0: <laughs> you're like my height or shorter. Come on down. The three men left in the UK.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like, I'm versatile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I've been rumbled. <laughs> the Wonder Vision wing. Yeah, <laughs> Catherine <Hall. laughs>
0: Okay, so let's move on to the final section of the show, which is Ask Danny Anything and Everything. We had a couple on ours ones as well, on the Cocktails and Cock Talk ones. Dan wants to know, oh, another Dan. Uh, Dan wants to know, what have you learned
3: being on Cocktails and Confessions? I have learned, this is going to sound a little bit deeper and meaningful, I think. I have learned the value in sharing your own story honestly and how much other people respect when they can tell that you've been honest.
2: Oh, I like Cause that. Because the, the oh. biggest
3: feedback I ever got from being on the show for, what, like two years, the biggest thing that people have always said to me when they've mentioned the show out and about is that they love how honest I've been when I've told things. I'm, I never leave details out. I never, like, try and cover what I've done. I've never, like, tried to say, make myself look better in stories or whatever it was. Mm. That's what I've learned. I've what, A learning thing in it is, like, just be honest,
0: you know. I think we can collectively all take that title.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've we've laid all of our
0: cards down. Babe, I've dragged my reputation through the mud doing this show. I yeah. think that's the best way
2: to what be, reputation? though. Reputation,
1: because yeah. if like if you're right. if you're kind of like up front with everything from the start, then really people can't kind of get you on anything. Yeah, for real. Because you've, like you said, laid all your cards on the table, so it's all out there. You've been honest about it. You've put your hands up to any like anything you've done in life. Absolutely. You, I think that's the only way to be.
3: Yeah. Do you know what? As well, it's like, but I got sober on the show like yeah. I, where when we first started recording i was drinking using single it must be three years that i've been doing it because mm. i've been sober for a year and a half mm. yeah it must be coming up three years
0: no it must be two years then because then it was the half a year only, before what
3: six no it wouldn't be a six months anyway yeah. it doesn't matter it must be more whatever so like, maybe like two and a half years um talking about that experience of getting sober and all of that like whilst i was on here mm. and like at some point if i listen back to it i'll hear those those stories people people message me and talk to me all the time and say like they'd heard me say xyz on the podcast
1: that's great then also what's amazing is that you've managed to retain or like you've kept all of your like fun stories and everything and you've carried on being hilarious and everything you haven't been evangelical
3: no i I never want to be preaching yeah i always want to let people know that i'm here to talk but i never want to be preachy to people
1: it's a fine line
3: (laughs) yeah okay
1: this is a nice one what realistic changes do you hope to see in the world five years from
3: now i guess this comes down to kind of like my uh the work that i do now with with the charity and all of that and i hope that the conversations that surround trans people are are less taken up by extremism I hate the way that trans conversations, when it comes to the media coverage of, of what our community has to offer, it always comes down to things like trans people in sport, trans people in prison and trans kids, which are three issues that I just think that there are never going to be answers for. I mm. never think that there will be policies or answers that will suit everybody on either side of the conversation and because of that they pit the extremists on either side of the conversation against each other and i don't mm. think that it's healthy i don't think it moves the conversation on and i don't think we're going to get progress by doing it and so i hope in 5 years we're less consumed with these extreme topics and we can just talk about things like why are we not getting healthcare why are we not doing this? Like I'm actually addressing those issues. So in in five years, that's the conversation. on a personal level, that's where I really, really want to see progress. Less is.
1: sensationalism surrounding <coughs> trans issues. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What has listening back to cocktails and cock talk made you reconsider about your own thoughts on anything? Or cocktails confessions, did I say that or cocktails and cock talk?
3: I don't know. C and say. Either works. <laughs> Potato tomato. It's rare that I listen back to the show from a long time ago. I do listen to the episodes. I've always got a podcast on, so I do always yeah. listen to the episodes it's there there have been times where i've thought oh god why did i have to say that why did why did i have to be so fucking why did i have to be so vulgar in what i said <laughs> i'm tr- i am trying i know that this is surprising to, especially to the people i'm trying to get lo- less vulgar in the way i describe things and the way i talk because <laughs> i know that my first reaction is normally to go for the shock factor to make people laugh yeah and so i'm trying to control that more where i have i guess i've got a bit of a responsibility but occasion. also yeah But why? I was going to say, why? I feel like I've got a bit more of a responsibility to not go for the the vulgarity all the time, even though I find it very funny. And the type of humour that I enjoy the most is vulgar, surprising humour. Normally when I get complimented on my wit or humour, it's normally on how quick or surprising something that I've said has been. But yeah, I think the main thing I would learn from it has been... Don't always go for the vulgarity. Try and be a bit more smart.
1: I think that you can have... There's a time and a place for both of them. Totally. So, you know, you can have your kitchen table talk where you get to be v- as vulgar as you like and yeah. there'll be in an arena for that and then you can yeah tone it down for the appropriate uh, venues. Oh.
3: Totally, yeah.
1: But your, your quick wit is one thing I've absolutely always been so envious of the way you can (laughs) just jump in there straight away while i while i'm trying to formulate a comeback or something like that maybe (laughs) i could and you're like straight in there
3: (laughs) so stupid
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is from artist mjb hey girl they said what's been your funniest confession on the pod maxine heron also asked the same thing but i don't know whether they mean what's been your funniest confession or just what's been your funniest confession in general. So can you do both?
3: I I know I can definitely think of mine, (laughs) which is I think Alex and I had only been together for about six months at the time. It was when we went to Prague. And I think the thing that I think back on a lot that makes me laugh that I said on the podcast was the fact that I booked an apartment in Prague based on the ability to view a floor plan. So I knew that there was a toilet far away enough from the bed that he wouldn't be able to hear my douche chunks. (laughs) And I still find it funny that I said that on the
1: podcast. (laughs) You know what? That's just good planning, though.
3: Yeah, I'm such an over planner with everything. So when I think back at the fact that I that I said that on the podcast and people mentioned it to me, like, I can't believe you chose that apartment in Prague based on Oh, God, Why did I say that? <sighs> and then best part, what was the um the American guy who went to the morgue?
0: Oh yeah, <gasps> that was amazing.
3: What was that guy's name? He had a, he was really cute. He was oh, from Texas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my favorite confession. I just had to get my hat on. Yeah. And go. <laughs> <laughs> he was genius. I loved him. He was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. He went to sleep with somebody at the morgue. <laughs> that was crazy. Crematorium wasn't the morgue. It was that was it and it was so hot, weren't they? Like they because they were like, burning like, somebody yeah. next door. <laughs> yeah. Because <Yeah.
1: laughs> we really didn't know where that confession was going when he said he was going to go to. The, he arrived at the morgue. I was like, oh fuck, someone's going to like touch a body or do no, something it with it. No, he was just
3: fucking the guy that worked there. That was. Really I mean, funny.
1: I knew where it was going. I'd read it. Just nearly uh, (laughs) dehydrated himself by fucking by a furnace.
3: He was really funny. I just had to get my head and (laughs) go.
0: It was the accent. Yeah, he was so so cute. Uh, We need to get more people to phone in. The Penguin says, what's a funny red flag for meeting men that would only bother you and nobody else?
2: A
3: red flag that would bother me but wouldn't bother somebody else. A personal red flag would be... Again, it comes from the trans experience and it would be for somebody... That um, wouldn't want the first meeting to be in a public place. Like, there's shame around it. Sure. Huge red flag for me when I was dating. If somebody wanted the first time we met to be at, at someone's house because they didn't want to be out in public, and I would push that, oh, let's go to this bar, or let's go to this event, or let's meet here, or, let's or and they'd be like, no, come to mine, or I'll come to yours. That, for me, was like, uh, you've got shame around being with... A trans person, and yeah, that was sure. always my like. Hit the door.
0: Yeah, I think that's a smart flag.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well. I mean, and if you're online dating or like hook up, you should try and meet somebody outside first, shouldn't you? Instead of like, well, I know we've all been guilty of just opening the door and there they are. <laughs> Doors open, lights off, holes open.
2: Um, <laughs>
3: but we've all—I think we've all been guilty of just like going around. But yeah, if I was when I was dating, red flag was like anybody who had shame around meeting me in public mm. for
0: sure. I think that's really smart. Do you know what my red flag is? Men who wear scarves. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: the fuck?
3: No,
0: I'm just not feeling it. You're
3: not a scarf fan.
0: No, how are you going to turn up to my house and expect a bang when you're dressed like Rupert the Bear? What if I it's just... the middle of winter? No, I don't care. You've Have got a... to keep your throat warm if you don't want to fucking cough. Have a cold neck, mate. That is so Have funny. Have a soothing Men <laughs> who wear scarves. Or just like take your scarf off before you come in and put it in your pocket. I don't know.
3: A lot
1: of these are actually, some of these are just so sad you won't be a part of this anymore. Have loved listening to your stories and laughs. <laughs> Devoed. Our babe Gutted so sad you won't be on it again so there's some nice comments here but there is one <laughs> eminem great rapper or greatest rapper
2: who
3: fucking cares
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: literally who fucking cares hey underscore it's underscore Gautam. that there's your answer oh my
3: god that's my lawyer oh really oh sorry got him. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: jakey call says how come you're leaving
3: the reason that I'm leaving was that over the last year and a half, I have taken... <laughs> she doesn't like us anymore. Uh, no, it's not it at all. The reason <laughs> I'm that I'm, I'm leaving is that over the last year and a half, most people's lives got quieter and mine got louder. I'm As an addict in recovery, I people please and I oversubscribe and I allow myself to just do everything all at once. And by doing it, I do a million things at 50% rather than a few things at 100%. And I definitely gave 100% to the podcast. Every time I've shown up, I've always wanted to be 100%. But arranging to get here started becoming a 50% thing for me. And the charity has escalated and it's huge now and it's fantastic. And we're now at a level where we're like getting funding and I'm actually working for it rather than just donating my time, which I did for a year and a half. And then I signed a new modelling contract, and I've just got loads of other things going on. And I love doing the show. I'm pretty sure you've all heard every dirty story <laughs> of mine that I possibly could have told. That's the reality. You've run out of material. We've run, run out of <laughs> material. We've so, her I, out and I need, tried I need <laughs> a couple of years to build it, build some new material. But I, I like I love it. I I've loved doing the show, and and there's not one bit of me that is leaving with any bad blood it was simply because i had to prioritize mentally it felt like i was letting people down mm. and i had to relieve it it's the same reason i quit my job this week last week i quit my job which was a big gamble for me quitting something it g- gave me a three w- three day a week income was a big risk but it was not making me mentally very happy yeah and th- that's different to this that was just making me unhappy but like i just had to prioritize things that are Really positive, really productive, and things that I knew that I was doing well at, and um, so I'm just trying to like slim down what I commit to. So, because the thing is, I've just like for so long now I've made no time for myself. I mean, even like my relationship, I always say to everybody, "Oh, me and Alex, day is Sunday. Don't contact me on Sunday." Sunday comes, me and Alex are planning stuff for the charity. We're doing stuff for work stuff. Like we, I don't take any time. Yeah, ever, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. and you know, I want to leave London within the next year as well. And so it's just like, I need to just, but I, I've lo- I, like, loved it, but it's just the right time for me to go.
1: We're going to miss you. Yeah. And
3: we've been very lucky
1: to have you and I you're do-
0: we're so, so proud of what you're doing as well
3: with
1: your yes, face and everything. So. Yes.
0: And I totally get what you're saying about the doing things at 50%. And yeah. it's like, if you're really going to exceed at something, then you need to give it your 100%. And obviously the charity is going, so you need to put more time into that. Yeah. But you'll definitely come back, right? Yeah. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah whenever I... Ca- like, I- I- if there's, like, a special app or, like, whatever it oh, yeah, is. yeah, you can,
0: can- you can come for, like... Come back uh, for Christmas and come birthdays. Back, come back <laughs> for Trans
3: Awareness Day, yeah? Oh, yeah, okay. Roll <laughs> me in as a token. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Camp. Keep yourself <laughs> free. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know.
0: That was obviously
3: a joke. I'll come back whenever I've got something that I need to push. Exactly. Oh, whenever I've got a product that I want you to buy. Yeah. That was another thing as well. I'm trying to start this underwear company. Yeah. By the way, of I'm I'm starting a a line of underwear for trans people, and so it's just like project so come back and flog your panties okay co- i'll come back when i've got a i've got I need. i need some help in the marketing department <laughs> no problem come back whenever you want <laughs> um but yeah thank you for everybody for being so kind and I, I posted this thing on my instagram earlier when i had loads of messages when i said that it was my last episode today of people that said you know wishing well and all of that so thank you very much i really have loved it
2: oh
0: well thank you for being a part of it we are going to miss you thank you, you for yeah. asking me
3: to be a host of this oh, of before course. it started yeah before it started we, yeah. were, we when we ran into each other in that that rooftop bars launch party in Hoxton oh, we were like throwing back red white no whatever well, was free yeah. <laughs> whatever was free and yeah. we were drunk and you were with Ashley <laughs> yeah yeah and Ash I remember Ashley saying Anthony's going to ask you to be a guest on this podcast that he's starting there's going to be a spin-off of Cocktails and Cock Talk and I was like yeah fat. and then we got talking. About and it, and I was like, no, I wanted her to be a host, not a guest. Oh and you're yeah, like, yeah, 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 even better, yeah, yeah. It was fun, and the show's evolving, and the show's changing. And I'm sure that like this next bit is just going to be like just as exciting as like every other chapter of it has been. I do. We've had. I felt like we've had a lot of chapters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how long have you been doing it now, James?
1: I started just before lockdown Is last year. Yeah.
3: Wow, okay. So it's been like a year now.
1: Yeah, last session, the first ever session was at uh, Wimbledon. I think that was the last time we oh, went there oh god
3: thank god for oh, that I, I, do you know what no, I almost I almost thought I don't here, know bro. if I could do that every week it was horrible It trekking down to Wimbledon in that old studio it was the worst wasn't it <laughs> it was the worst and it was just like it wasn't even right by the tube it was no, get out yeah. of the tube you had to go all around the back streets and <sighs> walk through some industrial estate <laughs> and then you'd walk through these dark little hallways <laughs> people would be making pottery and stuff. Like, oh, why the fuck are we here <laughs> and we dragged every <laughs> guest there didn't we we got all the guests in in that studio we did when i let you know that i was going to be leaving the show like i really want it. i think it's so important that you're like you're going to embrace different perspectives and all of that like and have more trans voices on here and loads of different p- points of view i think it's going to be really really cool yeah we yeah. are we're
0: going to just want it to still be d- diverse guests mm-hmm. that come on the show despite yeah. the fact that it's now just going to be two, cis two cis white white <laughs> <laughs> presenting it. But but maybe
3: not maybe not for long yeah maybe not maybe not for long Oh. <laughs> Danny seems very confident in our. I think that you that this. That I think that it would go very well. But yeah. I wish you get a guess. She's a, a guest trans woman in. of colour who's from South London. She's gobby and slaggy. She's fabulous. She's everything that you wished I was. Oh, you had me sold on South
0: London. Yeah.
2: Uh, I knew uh, it. That would be the uh, clincher. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I live in
0: now. I live in North now, but I'm still a South girl. <laughs> no,
1: for me it's been a real pleasure because well, I've known you for a while, but we've North known North each other sort North. of yeah. like. By, like satellite friends, you know, like through daddy issues and stuff like that. For me, it's been a real pleasure to just get to know you a little bit more and have a bit of a laugh with you. It's, but I've, I've really enjoyed it. Thank so, you, babe,
3: yeah. I mean, it's a completely different experience knowing each other here to our club days. I know to walking past each other and being like, Aye, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. all her
1: pain tonight. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, daddy issues. They they were fun too, though. Yeah. yeah, it's just uh, new chapters, new adventures. Yeah, I think totally. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a lovely spot to end on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh,
0: thank you for being part of the show. And guys, for one last time—well, I mean, I'm sure you'll find her and have her on Instagram already. <laughs> but she's at Danny St James. I'm at Jaleigh Slays, and James is at I Am Don Top. And collectively, we were. <laughs> we we are. were. At Cocktails Confession. Always will be.
3: (laughs) I love you all. Thank you. Yes,
0: I love you. And we'll see you soon.
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Woo! Woo!